DJ Event Planner will change the way you manage and run your business. Streamline all of your procedures and software into one easy-to-manage system. DJ Event Planner, the ultimate online planning tool. And welcome to tonight's show where we talk about DJ things with DJs who are out there working in the field. Yeah, that's that sounds good. I like that one. I might keep this one, Howie. Sounds do, good to me. I might do this one a couple of times. Tonight's guest, we've got Howie Darkstar with us. Good evening, Howie. Good evening, John. Good to be on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being on tonight. Tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about, well, a lot of you have seen some of Howie's videos. Howie is one of these guys that has skills and abilities that I don't even come close to having. He actually can take and see problems, fix the problems, create things, where I look at that and it's like completely mind-blown. It's just not my forte. And what I wanted to do, Howie, tonight is kind of talk about those times when, um, because you have these skill and abilities to make and build and create, and there's times where I know you have gone out and looked for, for solutions where you have uh, purchase pieces to u- utilize. Um, I want to kind of start out by uh, talking about a couple of the things that you have, have built so people have a point of reference. And then we'll get mm-hmm. into kind of talking more about um, you know, when you decide to build as opposed to purchase. Okay, sounds good. So let's start off with some of the, the things that have uh, the Howie Darkstar originals. All righty. <laughs> And which which one did you have in mind? Let's, let's hit both of the, or the a couple of them. You've got a few of them that that we've talked about in in past shows. Uh, let's let's talk about. You've got your your battery pack, and you've been working on some lighting things with uh, make you know modifying mm-hmm. some lights and such. So whatever whatever you've got handy, let's jump into it. Okay. Well, the first one I think I guess it's probably the most famous one would be what Brian calls the Howie box, and it was just a need that that had to be filled. And it turned into a niche market for me because what it is, is it's a, it's a double A battery powered, uh, amplifier and mixer. Mm -hmm. And depending on the configuration, I'm up to version four right now and it, it uses the go rack, but that's obsolete. So I went and I purchased a small rolls mixer that, that works off of batteries. Okay. And I've used that and it works really well. And the reason was, is that I was doing a lot of picnics uh, in the summertime. And for me to uh, uh, 
power that. It was running very long extension cords and they were bringing hot plates. I mean, it, it, it's always different people each year and they're, they try to be helpful and that no fault of theirs. It's like, oh, I made this wonderful dish and I'm bringing this hot plate and they plug it in and boom, the power goes out. And so does the sound. Yep. So I went there and I built this and I tested it and tested it and anything that I put out there, uh, it's not a, Ooh, look at what I just made. I tested this for a few years. Mm -hmm. And then when I put it out there and I built that one for Brian and, uh, and Jimmy won that one at the auction, they, it was a, it's a proven design that does work. And I approached Ben who was, Wow. I mean, a kindred spirit, if there ever was one. I mean, we, <laughs> yeah. we just clicked, you know, and I said, and I, I, I don't know everything, but I know the people that do. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to Ben and I said, Ben, this is what I have. Here's the math. Here's the science. And he looked at it and he goes, wow, this is going to work. I said, yeah, now I need a speaker. I want a top quality speaker and he said i have a touring grade speaker from electro voice i recommend and it is the elx 112p which is the forerunner of the now famous elx 200 series mm -hmm. except the cabinet is wood and it sounds wonderful and has that warm sound to it with wood and i've actually have a niche market now that i do on sunday afternoons so in this particular case, it was necessity was the mother of that invention. Uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, it's just a God-given thing that I have this in my head and those skills. And I just put it to paper and then I put it into practice. And then I reached out to some other experts and Ben helped me out with the, with the choice. And I couldn't be happier. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how that one went over and the, and the side benefit of that is I belong to another group with some super duper heavy hitters in, uh, electronics and it's, it's, uh, it's called DIY audio. Okay. And we have, we have people in there like, uh, I know Ben would know who these people are, uh, that, that, uh, build huge sound systems and have companies and, phd people in there and so forth and so on and that's i i, I learned an, an awful lot from them as well as far as building that and and getting a good clean sound and um uh, uh the guys from uh, meyer sound uh, uh nelson pass from first watt uh you know all these real heavy hitters and sure. and I, and so that's where i learned uh, uh you know this particular generation of, of, uh, of electronics for amplifiers. So. so in that particular case, you, you built this out of the necessity because there really wasn't anything like that out there at the time. No, there wasn't. And you know what the nice byproduct was for everyone else? Because everybody knows it's like, I, I'm, 
I'm an artist. I live life as art. I, I, I'm really happy. I don't owe anybody any money. I'm not looking to make a fortune. And I, you know, everybody said, oh, you got to build these. And I'm like, no, then I'm getting up at seven in the morning and punching a clock and I'm working <laughs> yeah. a factory and I'm hiring people. And then I got to, you know, this guy can't come in and then I'm doing payroll. And I don't want anything to do with that. But we did shake the tree because I noticed from the other forums that, I, that I'm in, like the one I talked about, the industry people are spying, mm -hmm. the Chinese in particular. We have actually designed circuits in there. And the, the board that I use in, in that amp that I built was actually made by a friend, the printed circuit board, and then we solder our own parts onto it. Okay. The Chinese are making them and selling those things for $20. You can buy them on eBay. Mm. They actually, you look at the, at the board and it's an exact copy of the one that my friend built. And I noticed that when guys like Brian and myself are doing things, we're shaking that tree. We're oh, like, yeah. Hey, we're doing this. We're, we're, there's a need for a battery powered speaker. Two years later, there you it got is. the Maui five go out there now. Yeah. And sure. Brian and I laugh about that. It's like, you know, there is real power in the small guys like us doing this on our own. Um, I would love to have been able to help out all those people that wanted to buy it, but that's just not me. I'm not a manufacturer. For sure. But somebody else, somebody else stepped up and picked up the ball and I, I gave it away freely. I'm like, take it. it mm -hmm. It's not hard. You know, if that's your business to manufacture, take the idea and run with it. And they did. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, and they're loving it. Brian loves his Maui five go. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That he does. So when you're looking at, obviously we all have these moments where it's like, oh, if I only had, how do you, yes. when do you draw the line as far as when you decide to, if I only have to, and you'd go to solve the solution and you, if I only have it, it's just not worth getting into. I mean, I look at, at, the if I only had, and I look at that most of them because of my abilities, that I, yeah, that'd be really cool, but I can't do it. You have the skill to do it, but there's going to be even times when you're like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to tackle that project. When is where's that line? The line would be for me, uh, just because I do things just because I can, but the, the only line that I have is monetary is okay. it worth it? Is the juice worth the squeeze? I like that. That's that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's where my line, that's where I draw the line. I do have a lot of devices that, uh, and, and the other, the, the other really, really, really important line that I draw is when I uh, share these ideas freely, I will never, ever do a video or publish anything that has to do with lethal voltage. I'm a licensed electrician like Ben is, mm -hmm. but I would never give advice out there for that because you people will put disclaimers. Some people do do this and they'll say, oh, only do that if you're a qualified electrician. Nobody pays attention to that. People take a chance. People get hurt. People can die. So that's that's the line in the sand that I draw. However, other things... Yes, uh, where, where, where it's hardware or battery-operated, low-voltage, that I'll give out freely. 
and so, and, and I'll do that. So let's bounce back to the Howie box. Now the Howie box uses AA batteries, but yes. you're using a lot of a lot of AA. So that isn't that getting to be kind of a high voltage application? No, it's not because uh, the t- the top voltage for me to drive those uh, ELX one twelve Ps to ear shattering. Uh, uh, levels mm-hmm. is uh, it's only 30 volts dc okay and the current on that is less than three amps so it it's it's not dangerous okay uh, and i guess yeah. I, I haven't i haven't looked at uh, you know i've just seen our, the pictures and in, in what you've shown with it but mm-hmm. i just wasn't sure if it, it converted over to 110 volts and oh no 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 uh never ever goes to ac at all yeah that's a, a lot of people have asked that whether it's a it's a uh, inverter or anything it is not um everything actually everything all your powered speakers uh your your par lights that work off of 110 like this here yeah the actual operating circuit is DC. The only thing they're doing, they're, they're plugging into a wall AC and then they're converting it to DC and all of, all of your uh, uh, electronic circuits run off of DC and it's all low voltage, low voltage, low current and LEDs hardly take any current at all. And that's what led me to make this, this new, uh, conversion that i've done that that uh, i'll be using this saturday well let's talk about that conversion that's where i wanted to head to here is that now that's a situation where you had an item but you modified it so it would be more useful for your your situation yes what what happened was uh uh i did uh, what's it six six or eight weeks ago i did a, a cancer benefit mm-hmm. And Brian had just prior that lit up the whole front of that one rotunda yep. with the with the ape lab lights, and I was really intrigued with the ape lab lights, but not so much with the price for my my business model. Mm-hmm. And I noticed they are using nickel metal hydrate batteries, which is my battery of choice for engineering and safety reasons, as opposed to the lithium ion. Now here is a major company going against the grain because everybody that that's, that that has those battery powered uh, pars out there and the uplights, they're lithium. Yeah, they've gone to lithium. And and I already had this stuff, and I have the technology. I have the smart charger, and I said, a big company's doing it, and I'm doing it. I must be onto something. If, if they're embracing that as well. Mm-hmm. And I needed to uplight this building because it, the, the thing was lighted pink and they, they did a big tree lighting and then I had to do the building. However, they were going to have the doors useful and it's a big ornate building. And I just, I was not going to run a cable across right. there. And, but I also could not afford to spend 350 to $400 for a battery powered light. So this is what I came up with. This is just a, I, I actually have uh, the two of them. I have the uh, Mega Hex Pars and the Mega Tripar Profile Pluses. Mm-hmm. Look what's on the bottom now. You added a battery pack to it. it looks like it. There it is. And 
it's uh, Velcroed on. So I just Velcro that on and plug it in. And can you see there's a switch here? Yeah. And this is a double pole, double throw switch. Yeah. So this can still be used as plug in the wall style light. Yeah. When I needed it for that event, I made it battery powered. There we are. And there we go. Now, if I decide, okay, I'm not going to be using battery power off, peel this off, unplug it. Then I switch it over with, with the double pole, double throw switch. And now I can just plug into it and plug it into the wall. Mm -hmm. Now, like I said, 350 to $400 for the uplights, which by the way, have the same five LEDs in them, believe it or not. I've I've, I, I take stuff apart. <laughs> uh, it's, it's off the shelf items, really. They really are. It, when they make these, it's like, okay, we're going to make like a million of these. Mm -hmm. No, they're making 10,000 of different parts that are in there that'll fit multiple lights. And so what I have here now is I can make this into my choice to make it wireless is the Wi-Fi. I have a, a, a ton of these. And of course, uh, there are people that are using the Donners that would work yep. well with the Donners. Um, and it was just a, it was a, a matter of uh, completing the mission. Right. You know, I needed to light this up, but for a one-off, I did the conversion for $30. So if you're going to get a light, uh, you know, you get a par for 90 bucks. And if you paid full retail, which I already had all this stuff, 30 bucks. So for $120, I have a quality uplight that I already know all of the traits on this light, right. I already had the programs in my computer. Oh, yeah. yeah that, sure, I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, you would. It didn't just yeah. the power source. Now, you, you remember the Irish pub. Mm -hmm. uh, and you had mentioned online when you were online, they said, yeah, uh, oh, and Howie's got 96 scenes there on the computer. I have 96 because that's all the tiles that will fit on the 17-inch <laughs> AC. So I filled it up. And the reason for that is Ben did a wonderful video years ago um, and uh, about DMX lighting and, and uh, color matching and so forth like that. And one, one thing that really stuck out to me was when he said, okay, you have a red light and you shine it on a, a bright yellow wall. You don't have a red light visually. It's yeah. going to be orange. Yep. So the reason that I had so many different scenes in different colors is because I can right over here in front of me, I have my, my uh, hundred inch screen. So when I'm making programs and fades and, and, and rainbow chases, I will make them for white, but then I will go three shades hotter up and, warmer down sure in case i get into a room that has a beige wall mm -hmm. or a green wall and i get in there and, and that happened at the wedding when they said oh uh 
our colors are such and such. They started with plum and white. And then the lady came up at the last minute and uh, that was paying for the wedding. And she said, oh, uh, we changed our color scheme. Can you do amber? And it was so nice to be able to say, yes. And then with the click of a mouse, I just went through and I changed the uplighting in the room. Right. You would have thought I gave her a million dollars. But I couldn't, I couldn't use the amber that looked good on the white screen mm-hmm. because of the color of the walls. I had to go a little bit hotter. I went two steps hotter so that it still appeared to be amber mm-hmm. in that environment. And that's the only reason. Like You see 96 scenes. It's like, are you going to use them all? No. But they're there if I need them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was another necessity because, yeah, uh, back in the day, I learned the hard way that, oh, no. I mean, why would I create that on on the spot when I could just load the screen and pick one in an instant? Yeah, that's that's actually a really good idea. I never thought about that, Howie, that uh, having, having the different variations for the different types of uh, colored mm-hmm. walls. I don't know why we've never talked about that before. Yeah, and the other trick we used, if you saw any of the pictures from that wedding, if you look at the booth, if you ever look at any of my booths, and Brian did a video on this about the train wreck and the, and the deer and the headlights look, yep. where, where people will have those pars like right out at you, mine always point up mm-hmm. because they're 60 degree dispersion anyway, but I, I use the ceiling because most ceilings are white yep. and I use the ceiling bounce and everybody's lit up. The eye candy's still there, and the people are lit, and that's what you want. Yeah, for sure you want that refraction off that ceiling. Exactly. Much nicer. Uh, Howie, we've got a few more minutes here, um, and then we're going to need to bounce. Uh, so what what projects are you working on right now, if you can share some of the uh, – the, the uh, what's on the workbench, Howie? Mm. Do I tell or don't <laughs> I tell? <laughs> <laughs> well jimmy's taking credit for pretty much uh jimmy's taking credit for everything you've done because he's like yeah it was jimmy's idea first actually you know jimmy has been helpful uh because i take my cues from uh from the, from people like jimmy uh and from the audience uh when they say mm, can you do this and one of his ideas that that i've implemented was really good was he said, hey, can you make a blackout in between color changes? And the uh, auto-generate won't do that. Um, So I had to go in between each individual step and make a blackout. I mean, it it was a little time-consuming, well, all right, 20 minutes out of my life, but it really is a spectacular effect. Hmm. So... Yeah, I get inspiration from everybody, and I and I certainly get inspiration this uh, Saturday when I do this uh, Christmas party for the artists because it's going to be that you know a lot of old friends from Manhattan, nice and so forth, and there'll be artists and sculptors and painters, and you know I'll be playing for them and did just looking at their art and gathering ideas, and um, yeah, I'll have I'll have some interesting things coming up. Uh, in the future but the biggest thing i guess the next thing will be how to do this yourself 30 bucks 30 bucks i mean there are people that 
it's just not in their budget to spend 400 bucks on an uplight. Yeah. And so you already have these. I mean, these are out there by the millions. You can convert it to a battery uplight for 30 bucks. You really can. Yeah. So and, that, and that would be the big thing that, I, that I'll do. Yeah. And it looks so clean. Uh, what you've done looks very presentable. It doesn't look like it's been just kind of hot. Uh, well, to- exactly. It, it, it doesn't look homemade. It's like my big thing is fit and finish. Yeah. I mean, here, even, even the legs, uh, you know, will, will work. Uh, I could hang it if I wanted to, uh, you know, by the yoke. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And it's black. It, it looks like it was made that way. Yeah, for sure. It definitely looks good. Yeah. 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 Howie, if people would like to reach out to you and, and uh, share some ideas or ask some questions, what's the best way for them to reach you? I'm going to put a plug in for you then. I'm going to say, look me up on the Dish Jockey News TV Insider. Join up. Yeah. And, and that is where you'll get the exclusive. I'm not going to put this out to the public. When I do this video, you're going to have to go to the insider to find out how to, how to convert your lights to an up light for 30 bucks. Yeah. So, so the price of admission to the, to the insider <laughs> is going to pay for itself on your first light. There you are. And, and you guys can go and check that out at djntvinsider.com. And uh, that Facebook group is where we share a lot of great content and, and share mm-hmm. ideas and ask questions and such a great group of people to be talking with on a regular basis for surely. Well, Howie, I want to thank you for your time tonight. Great, uh, great information and some neat projects that you've been involved with there. And I'm, I'm excited to see how you did that, uh, that, that whole project with that light. Cause I, I've, I've taken one apart to look at it because there was a, an issue and I figured, well, it's broken anyway. And with the circuit right. boards and different things, it's like, oh yeah, no, I don't know what I'm looking at, but I'll definitely be uh, looking forward to your video because I, I do think I've got a couple of lights that I could retrofit and be able to make them wireless like that. So it's very easy, but you will have to join up. <laughs> That'd be well. So, all right, thank you guys for being with us tonight. We're going to be back in about five minutes with Ben Stowe tonight. Ben, thank you. Uh-huh.